Welcome to the Catholic Cafe, where all that the Catholic Church believes and teaches is served fresh daily. So come on in and see what's on the menu today. Now, here's your host, Deacon Jeff Drzymski. Greetings and welcome to the Catholic Cafe. I'm Deacon Jeff sitting in the luxurious corner booth of the Catholic Cafe with Tom Dorn and Doug Rakulski and we are we're going to do something great, guys. Today it's always great. What are you talking it's about? Always great. Well, we're going to open up the mailbag. I love to open up the mailbag. It's fun, isn't it? Right? Yeah, because there's like little discount coupons to the big and tall store, <laughs> you know, things like that. Um, and, and uh, we need that. That's exactly right. I usually a lot fight. Of those. That's why we're doing radio. That's right. <laughs> anyway, so I've got a great email uh, from a guy named Tom. Oh, man, you know he's a great guy. He's a great guy. Yeah, that's right. Why would you say that, Tom? I don't know. <laughs> Can't well, imagine. anyway, uh, he uh, he wrote us an email, and we're going to talk about this email on the air. I love doing that. So it says, good morning. I heard you talking on Relevant Radio. By the way, shout out to our Relevant Radio listeners. Great network. Love it. Curious. Love it. Good heard stuff. you talking on Relevant Radio a little while ago. I don't recall the subject, but I listen to the radio as I drive around on the road for my job. I've been trying to get an answer to a question for a long time and have not been able to get an answer. I was raised Catholic in the 60s and 70s. I won't say that I was a good student of my faith, but went to Catholic school from first to eighth grade. My aunt is a nun, and some of the teachers I had knew her. Okay, he's a lot better Catholic than most yeah, of no us. Yeah, no kidding, man. Right? <laughs> anyway, I attended CCD. It's PRE for most of us nowadays, Parish Religious Education, through high school and kind of fell away during college with some contact with my faith in those years. Again, this is starting to shape up like yeah. me and you and you and everybody else listening, right? Most normal people in the 60s and 70s. Exactly. Uh, my wife and I were married in the church and have celebrated 30 years of marriage, congratulations, and had two children as well. We are grandparent of one now. So Tom sounds very typical of a lot of folks He does out there. He does. Yeah. I felt I had to give you a little background to give you an idea of why I'm asking my question. The question is, why are there no classes for help for those of, I'm sorry, why are there no classes or help for those of us that have fallen away, although not completely? Mm-hmm. Kind of just hanging on there. Yeah. Kind of just doing things. Going through the motions. Yeah, every Nominal. Sunday, right? I would like to learn more and be more active, but I don't see any avenues except for those that were not Catholic, like RCIA, mm-hmm. or people that were well catechized. There does not appear to be anything in between. Maybe I'm not looking in the right place. Drop a note when you can. I'm interested in learning more and participating more, but don't know how. I would like to be a happy warrior. I love that. <laughs> I love awesome. the finish. Okay. He, happy well, warrior. And he says, regards, Tom. And Tom's from... Uh, uh, Illinois, Homewood, yeah. Illinois. Yeah. So, Tom, we're, you know, better than I'm um, rather than drop you a note. Let's we're, talk about you on the air. We're going to talk all about Tom on the air, and obviously, Tom, we, we you know we really thank you for sending uh, this email in because you know you speak to the heart of so many people out there, right? And and the very sole existence and reason for this program. That's right. Right. I mean, this is this is why this is why we're on the air. This is why that when you're driving around doing your job. You're listening to things like the Catholic Cafe, even though you don't remember what they're about. Right. At least you're listening. <laughs> you know, this is why we're out there. Because right. there's a lot of folks, Tom, doing exactly what you're doing. They're kind of just going through the motions, as Doug just said. Yeah. But they know there's more. And they want more. They desire more. 
they're thinking, what is what is life for and what's it all about and what have I been doing? I've been building up my little nest egg and I've I've got my two kids and my, my grandchild and life is I've got thirty years of marriage, I'm doing the right things, I'm not one of those crazy wacky people, you know, out there doing the crazy wacky things and you know, what's the, what what is there for me? how do I get deeper? And so that's what we're going to talk about today. So um, uh, buckle up. I think right now everyone needs to stop while we're listening, wherever you are, mm-hmm. unless you're on the interstate. Mm-hmm. And you need to get a piece of paper, get a notepad, a out. notepad out, and a pen, and start writing because we're going to we're going to rapid fire run through some stuff here today. Right. Because as I read this, I started thinking, wow, you know. It would seem obvious to me, but obviously it's not obvious to everybody, right? right? And and people stop and think, well, what is there? Right. And I started thinking, what is there? And why is there? Yeah, well, we, we started doing that and started looking at all these different things and going, you know, there's tons out there. And a lot of people don't realize it. So we're going to sort of do our best not to get everything in there, but just to give ideas that are going to hopefully help folks like Tom and Homewood. But other people listening that want to go deeper in their faith and just really don't know where to start. Right. Right. How to do that. Now, the way we're going to start is the way that everybody else in the world, 99.9% of Catholics start Mm -hmm. and where they start and where we all agree is really not enough. Mm -hmm. But where do 99.9% of people get any teaching whatsoever of the faith from? Where does it come for 99.9% of the people? When? Sundays. Yeah, Sundays. Sunday mass. Seven to ten minutes. Right. Listen once a week to the homily right right once that's it now that's a good thing to listen to the homily and it's there for you right right the the problem is we all agree and know that if you here's tom who spent you know 30 years of marriage but obviously you know 50 some odd years of life right sitting in church listening to seven to ten minutes a week and it's not enough no tom needs more yeah. We all need more. Yeah. The homily is a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful gift to the Mass, and it helps put the perspective. It helps tie the liturgy of the Word to the liturgy of the Eucharist. It's that bridge. And it helps us live our daily lives. And some there's some very good homilists and people who give you all kinds of great insight. And maybe there's some that need a little work and need a little help. And maybe there's, you know, Father feel good, and all he wants to do is make you feel good. Right? Father feel good. Right? And and then, you know, so there's a lot of uh, – now, deacons give great homilies. They do. But, uh, but, of but, course. Right. Do, so yeah. we, there's no complaints there, I'm sure. Right. right. Um, Never. But, but it's not enough. You know, you just, you're not going to get there. No. Now, Doug, before we started, when I showed you this email and said, we're going to answer this on the air, you you said something that was quite profound to me. Wow. Did Doug I? did? Yeah, you did. No, Doug did. And, Doug? And, and you wanted to answer. You, you, you said you needed an answer to a basic question. I did, actually. And what was that question? Do you remember? Well, it starts with that, that thing we do on Sundays. Yeah. If I find that most people, can you answer that question? Why? Do I go to church on Sunday? Why yeah. am I here? Honestly, ask that question. If you can answer that, or if you pursue the answer to that, that's a great starting off point to drive you to find these other things. And to realize those homilies you were talking about, that's not the end. Mm-mm. That's actually the beginning. Yeah. Because, you know, the church isn't that thing we do on Sundays when we walk in the door. The church actually should start when we walk out the door on Sunday. That's right. Ete Misa asked. Latin for a go be sent, be sent. Yeah. right? That we're that we're on mission, yeah. right? And the mass is there to give us the graces to go on mission, to go and to be sent. But that's actually quite a profound point: is the idea of like, why am I going to mass? 
well, because my mother makes me or because I've, my wife makes me or because I've just been doing it. That's the drug problem in the church. Yeah. You, know, you go to church because your parents drug you there and then you <laughs> drag your kids there, you know. <laughs> exactly right. So, you know, the idea is figure out why you're going. And, you know, a lot of people don't know why they're going. A lot of people ask themselves that question and then go, uh, I don't know why I'm going. And that can lead to problems, mm-hmm. right, if you don't answer the question, mm-hmm. right? So we want to answer the question. Now, if you can answer the question, that's good. It's still not enough. And if you can answer the question, really, it means you need to start going deeper. You realize what the mass is, that it's, you know, the mass is providing the graces that we need to live this life every day. Right. You know, give us uh, uh, our daily bread. And, and then the whole idea of going to mass is they're not as the, um, the be-all, end-all of catechesis. It's not supposed to be that. But if you understand why you're going, and if you can explain it to somebody else, wow. well, that's powerful. You know, you're an evangelist at that point. The, the, the key is, how do I do that? Mm-hmm. Right? And I, I know most people are going to stop right now and think, well, wait a second. How, why do I go to Mass? Right. Right? And so here, we're going to give you a, a – now, it's interesting that Tom would point out, because mm-hmm. um, I was going to start going through this laundry list of all these different things that you can do. You know, he mentions one thing, and he sort of – off the cuff says, you know, I don't see any avenues except for those that were not Catholic. Mm-hmm. And he mentions RCIA. So if you're not Catholic, go to RCIA. So he's he's making um, a false assumption here. Right. That you because you're Catholic, you can't go. That's exactly right. In right. fact, at my parish and I, I run the RCIA program at my parish, I invite Catholics and I frequently have Catholics that show up. And because we publish the title or the topic of the of the class, like right now I'm talking about Eucharist. Next week I'm going to talk about the Old Testament and the New Testament uh, prefigurement of the Eucharist, right? The types of the Eucharist that we find in scriptures, right? So where God has always presented this concept of Eucharist, even in Old Testament. Well, that's an interesting topic. Mm-hmm. We put that in the bulletin. People read it and go, you know, I want, I want to come to that. Mm-hmm. Well, I welcome them. And so my RCIA room frequently has between 50 and 75 people in it just because even though I've got 40 people coming into the church, coming into full communion or being baptized, and, you know, I, I have some sponsors in there, but then I have an extra, like, 10 people or so, you know, give or take, who just want to know more. Right. That's go great. to RCIA. Find out what they're talking about and go. It's not just for newbies. It's for old bees, too. <laughs> right? Sure. You know, so RCI is a good place too. But also at your parish, there should be other resources and programs. And if there's not, you need to talk to your pastor. But like at our parish, we do something called Ecclesia Thursdays. Ecclesia being that Greek word for or ecclesia for church, it just means mm-hmm. church, mm-hmm. right? And so Ecclesia Thursdays are what we do, and and we don't do them every Thursday. We do a series, like maybe during Lent or during during Advent or or whatever we'll we'll do one of uh, Father Barron's series or whatever and we'll get together we'll watch a video or we'll just have a talk with an invited guest and it's just on church topics mm-hmm. and we have a dinner a $5 dinner and it's amazing to me how I will always get between 40 and sometimes as many as 150 people will show up and sign up we use something called sign up genius people call you know they sign up they come we order as as much food as we need uh, you know, you might have a Knights at Columbus or whatever that can provide food, however you guys want to do it. But it's amazing how people come because they want to know more. Mm-hmm. Right? So just getting involved in parish programs like that. We also do something here 
that's neat that's actually spawned, expanded beyond our parish as far as our whole diocese, but really it's uh, called St. Leo's Lunch. Mm-hmm. In fact, you can hear the talks if you go to stleoslunch.com, stleoslunch.com. You can actually hear the talks that we do. Mm-hmm. It's a lunch program. You know, and guys come between 11, every Tuesday between 11.45 and 12.45. They come and they have a $5 lunch. We like the $5 meals here. Good stuff. Yeah. $5 lunch, and they hear about 30 minutes of, of sort of teaching about right. the church, mm-hmm. about topics that are relevant to their lives. Mm-hmm. And this is incredible how people come, and they uh, we get... And it's grown. Yeah, 80 to 100 guys every single Tuesday. Yep. Rain or shine, snow, doesn't matter. They come because they want to they be fed. They want to know more. Yep. Now, that's just a couple of things. we got a whole bunch more to talk about. We're going to do that right after we take this break. Before we do that, that's break time that's, I know it is. We, wow. we have cruised into that already. I predicted a two-part show here. You know, we've, we've, we're going to do the best we can to get all this in one. <laughs> but we, we are going to uh, remind you that emails like Tom's, they're important to me. Send me an email. Right? You can either go to www.thecatholiccafe.com to contact us, or you can send me an email at deaconjeff at thecatholiccafe.com, which is what Tom did. Uh, and I want you to do that so we can have a show that we can highlight your email. Right? And so, with that, we're going to be right back with more about how to be more Catholic. I'm Bester Zemski, and this is another great moment in church history. How do we determine that we are following God's will? Perhaps if it is virtuous, then God wants us to do it. But if it is a pious, good, and virtuous act, is that enough to tell us that God has willed it to be done, and it is what He wants for us? This can get tricky. But St. Ignatius of Loyola can help. St. Ignatius of Loyola was a Spanish saint born in the late 15th century who became the principal founder and the first superior general of the Society of Jesus, better known as the Jesuits. St. Ignatius devised a simple test for determining God's will in our lives. He tells us that we must look at the fruits of what we are doing. That will tell us whether or not God willed it to be done. If it has good fruits, peace, harmony, and happiness— then it is more likely that we are following the will of God. If it has bad fruits, discord, pain, and disharmony, then it is more likely that we are not properly discerning God's will in our lives. A man wakes at 4 a.m. every day and spends four hours in prayer, which would ordinarily be viewed as a virtuous act. But if he is married, he may encounter a wife who becomes angered by the fact that he is no longer helping her get the household ready for the day, making breakfast and bathing and dressing the children. St. Ignatius would tell us that because of the bad fruits of his morning ritual, the upset wife, the disharmony in the household, the man might be being influenced by the evil one, Satan, who often comes to us in the guise of light. St. Ignatius would suggest that if the same man prayed the same amount, but at times of the day more in accord with his family's schedule, the fruits might very well include a more harmonious household and a happier wife. Thus, St. Ignatius would tell us that this was truly following the will of God. So often in our daily lives, we need affirmation that the road we have chosen was indeed the one that God had intended us to take. While the world may tell us one thing about the choices we make, the fruits of those choices cannot lie. 
We need only to take the time to examine our actions and their results to determine if God was truly served in carrying them out. Because of his life dedicated to the good fruits of a faith-filled life in Christ, St. Ignatius was canonized a saint in the year 1622. His feast day is July 31st. I'm Bess Trzymski, and this is another great moment in church history. Welcome back to the Catholic Cafe. Here's Deacon Jeff. And we're back in the luxurious corner booth of the Catholic Cafe. Deacon Jeff here with Doug and Tom, and we are talking to Tom. Yes. In Homewood, Illinois, but also to all the Toms out there who are like, how do I get more out of my faith life, right? Good, solid people, right? Right from the the heart of the Midwest. Heck yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we have uh, talked about... Yeah, obviously the Sunday homily is good, but not nearly enough. Right. It is just not enough to to, to rest your whole faith life on. It, you just can't do it. Right. And they've talked about going to RCIA, and they've talked about programs in your parish. And they'll be in the bulletin. They'll talk about, you know, what's coming up, and, mm-hmm. and there might be interesting speakers coming, you know, into town to teach you more. And if you don't have that kind of stuff, let your pastor know you want those. Right. Right? Get a couple of guys together, or go, you know, get a group of folks together and just... Start something. Yeah, that's what's that 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 can happen. Now you can also contact your diocesan DRE. There'll be a person called a diocesan DRE in every diocese. That's the director of religious education for the diocese. There's going to be programs within the diocese. You may have to go to another parish or to some other diocesan center somewhere, and and there'll be speaker series. There'll be people that are coming in town. There'll be things that are involved in helping people form their faith better mm-hmm. gospel studies or you know read book clubs that's right those are all be things and many of them are listed with the diocese right and the diocese promotes and and supports them and so there's many opportunities because you want to surround yourself with other people like you who are right. looking for things right you don't don't do it all on your own and just sit there by yourself so realize that you have resources within your diocese to do that sure to look up that purchase call up the diocesan office and say i'd like to speak with the diocesan dre mm-hmm. and they're going to go oh wow we've never had anybody ask for that <laughs> hopefully they don't have that you're listening to deacon jeff aren't that's you? exactly right <laughs> so here uh now the other speaking of listening to deacon jeff yeah you know, another great idea is listen to programs like this. Which obviously he is. Yeah, yeah, he is. And and, there's, and a lot of people do. You know, we, we, have, we have a lot of folks listening to the Catholic Cafe, and there's lots of different radio programs that are out there. Great programs out there. You know, Catholic Answers and some of these folks are doing, there's so many podcasts now. Journey Home. You, yeah, you go onto iTunes and you can find all kinds of incredible stuff that's, that's Catholic. Now, there's a lot of stuff that's anti-Catholic. I understand that. Right. but So don't just Google Catholic and think that you're going to find all the good stuff right. but yeah, kind of search around but you know the catholic cafe is good all right we just we all know that do we all agree on that the Absolutely. three of us at least I I concur. Concur. exactly right well so you can go to www.thecatholiccafe.com go to our website and you can actually go to the listen tab there and find all the shows we've done you can search topically you can look at there and say yeah. hey uh you know i want to learn more about the eucharist right boom here's six shows on the eucharist yeah. and you can listen to them right there you can download them put them on your uh your ipod or there's some great yeah, content out there people don't know about. It. Even the Knights of Columbus National website has a whole series that you can download and take tests on. And, right. You know, uh, Dr. Peter Kraft, I think, developed that. There's a 10-part or 30-part. and I mean, you, they send you stuff in the mail. You take it, bubble test, and send it back in. And well, we'll talk. We're going to talk content. about some of those because there, there's, there's something. Well, 
before we talk about those, let's talk about things that you can do locally. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, Absolutely. we did talk about the, you can listen locally on the on the radio. Right. But you can also watch things on television. EWTN. Right. Mm-hmm. Tom, what is your favorite show on EWTN? Oh man, Journey Home. Journey yeah, Marcus Grodin. Totally what a great I'm show! To it. You can it's do a so podcast download with it as well. Following other people's adventures and journeys you to the Catholic so faith, you learn so much. Yeah. It's amazing yeah. how you're going. I never knew that. Yeah. And I'm Catholic. And yeah, here's, you see our faith from a Protestant view, that's viewpoint. That's right. Here's a whole it's bunch beautiful. of people who were not Catholic, yep. and they have discovered Catholicism and how rich and beautiful yeah. it is. Right. And they ask questions that we ask as Catholics sometimes. Yeah. And they, right. but the pro, the difference is they found the answer. Yeah. So right. start watching like programs on EWT. There's lots of good stuff on on that. Yeah. On on that uh, network. So, uh, you know, and you know, you can also do it. Like I know that they do. Uh, they have, um, uh, you know, Apple TV and Roku channels or whatever for EWTN because I watch it on Roku because I don't happen to have cable anymore, right? But you can get it on cable, but you can also go online mm-hmm. and see EWTN. All the programming is on there archived. Right. So it's quite beautiful. Now, also locally, you can do the Catholic bookstore thing. Oh, yeah. There's going to be, a, you know, in Homewood, Illinois, it's a pretty Catholic, big Catholic population in the Chicago area, right? There's tons of Catholic bookstores. Probably a lot more Catholic than Memphis. Start perusing the shelves. Oh, yeah. Look, right. Yeah. Right? And I would say focus on books about apologetics. Not because you want to defend your faith, but it's amazing to me when I started studying apologetics how much stronger my faith got because I started answering questions I didn't even know I had. Right. By seeing in Scripture and in history and tradition where these things come from. Mm-hmm. Why we do what we do. Yeah, and not to prove it to ourselves, but it's amazing how I feel so much more confident in my faith just having known all these things are all in Scripture, that right. every Catholic teaching can be defended by sacred Scripture. That's right. That's amazing to me. Yeah. Well, start reading those kinds of books, you know, from guys like Scott Hahn, Steve Ray, Peter Kraft, you mentioned. Yeah. Um, uh, all these guys, pa- Patrick Madrid, they're all writing these books that are helping everyday average Catholics do this. Scott Hahn has a brand new book called Evangelizing Catholics, a Mission Manual for the New Evangelization. You know, just Google Scott Hahn and New Evangelization will probably come up with this title. But the point is, it's really in, he's writing to you, Tom, in Homewood. Oh, and exactly. Every, and to us, all of us. Yep. He's writing to Catholics. What do we do? How do we, how do we grow more in our faith? Mm-hmm. Right? But we don't stop there. You started mentioning programs that you can get online. There's all kinds of stuff out there in in the uh, interwebs. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. Now you some know. of it's bad, but there's a lot of good. Content. Oh, there's some great. You mentioned the Knights of Columbus have the program. They have a Peter Craft great series. Right, yeah. helped to do. But the there's ba- also something called Symbolon that comes from Ignatius Press, and it's it's geared towards specifically helping people Catholics. It's really RCIA for Catholics, actually. It's yeah. really the whole faith explained. You know, it's a beautiful. DVD set. Great, great stuff. Yeah, Ignatius Press has a symbol on. Uh, also, there's the Catholicism series by Father Robert Barron. We've had him on this show. Beautiful. And we've talked about that it. It is beautiful. What a wonderful thing to do. If you, wanna, if you have ten evenings, you can sit with your lovely wife and two children or a grandchild or a combination of those, and you want to sit for some mo- some of the most beautiful photography, mm-hmm. videography, and just beautiful music, and all just immerse yourself in Catholicism all over the world, and it, this will teach you your faith. And it's entertaining. Oh, yeah, it's very easy to watch. That, yeah, very yeah. easy to watch. Yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Now, also, Matthew Kelly is part of a, a group called Dynamic Catholic. Mm-hmm. You can find them online. They've got something we use here at our parish, uh, called Decision Point, mm-hmm. which is actually geared towards confirmation. Two-year series, right? Yeah. Seventh yeah. and eighth grade. 
and it's very inexpensive, and it comes bundled. It's like a, you've got like a workbook, and then you also DVD. have right a, a DVD set that has like seventy two little eight to ten minute videos. Very easy to watch. It is, and it's actually quite. Uh, uh, it, you you will learn a lot, and it's not like you don't have to go back to eighth grade. Right or seventh grade to watch this. It's 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 great for adults. I've watched them. It's not dry. It's solid Catholic teaching. Exactly yeah. right. So it's a great way to just take morsels, pieces of it. And you can also get that online. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also there's so many different Bible studies and speaker series that are out there. All these guys we've mentioned have videos right. that you can sit and watch. Just start watching. Immerse yourself in these things. Right. They're all over the web, and you can also order the DVDs and play them in your house. Right. And then when you're done watching them, you say, hey, Bob at the office, hey, I watched this great video. Mm-hmm. You, you ought to watch this thing. you know. And, and, and then now you're an evangelizer. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and then you guys add, can talk about it. And you can, add things to your, <clears throat> you can add things to your list. One thing I've recently taken up is every day on the Vatican website, Pope Francis posts a little short one-page synopsis of his homily for the day. And it's beautiful. I mean, the reflections in there, he talks about the scripture and gives a little insight as to, you know, his life and how it applies to him. Yeah. Yeah, I take five minutes and I go and read that every day. There are so many daily devotionals. Oh. And, and several of these guys, once you start Googling and, and looking up these guys, you know, like there's like a Father Ricardo and a Father Mike Schmidt and there's a Smith and there's a podcast, you know, Father Great. Larry Richards. And these, they all have podcasts and they all have like devotionals and daily things they have. You know, you might think it's like, man, it's a lot of racketeering and money going on here. Yeah. No, what this is a, is evangelization, right. and there are opportunities for you. And there's so many different of them that are out there that make it so easy to sort of just have this stuff in your inbox on your computer if you're computer literate. It just shows up and right. find one that fits you. You know, yeah, that you, you like, and then you find, and then do it for a little while, then share it with somebody. Right. If you want to buy a DVD set or what, share it with somebody. Now, also, uh, it's important that. You know, there's other opportunities within your diocese, in most dioceses, to do things like to find other people like you, to be in a community, in a group. And, and one of the uh, wonderful ones that I've been through is Curcios and Christianity. Mm-hmm. Curcio is spelled C-U-R-S-I-L-L-O. Mm-hmm. Just Google Curcio and put your your state or your city in there, and you'd be amazed to find there's going to be a Curcio reunion Right around the corner, it's oh, yeah. a group reunion that you can go and visit and sit and talk to, and you can eventually make a, a, a three-day weekend, right? Right, and which will launch you into your fourth day. It's a beautiful experience, and I highly recommend it. Uh, but also, you know, retreats, mm-hmm. and then prayer, scripture adoration. reading, adoration, immersing yourself in the faith. Keyword: immerse. This is this is beautiful, and I cannot, I can't tell you, Tom and Homewood. And all you listening, how powerful it is that the Holy Spirit would just come upon you when you present yourself to him and say, teach me. Tom, you can do this, buddy. You can be a happy warrior. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all the gifts and blessings you've given us, especially the gift of your Holy Church, seat of the sacraments and dispenser of graces. Help us to remain in her loving embrace and thus keep us strong in mind, strong in heart, and strong in faith. And we ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Catholic Cafe. If you'd like to contact Deacon Jeff, send an email to deaconjeff at 
thecatholiccafe.com. The Catholic Cafe is brought to you by the Order of Malta Federal Association and is broadcast with ecclesial permission from J. Terry Stive, Bishop of Memphis in Tennessee. Join us again at the Catholic Cafe. There's always room for one more at our table. <laughs>